You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Tuesday as we are right in the middle or getting ready for Alabama, Arkansas, Tuscaloosa. No big deal. Just, you know, the number two team in the country, the defending national champions. Um, you know, a team that's won like 18 championships in three years somehow in football. Um, you know, a team that has a lot of Heisman Trophy winners over the past few years. A guy with like named Nick Saban, who's the greatest college football coach of all time. Um, yeah, all that is, is going down this weekend. Um, Arkansas has not won since 06, which we, uh, which we know. Very aware of that losing streak uh, that Arkansas has against them. And I, I talked about this on my show yesterday. And I've been thinking about it, just talking with friends and discussing some of the stuff going on with, uh, obviously, the uh, national or the Alabama game coming up. So one of the things, though, that really has stood out to me in, in talking about this game is, first off, I don't really care if Arkansas loses. Like, obviously, I want them to win. But if Arkansas loses, it's not necessarily going to be a surprise, and it's not going to be something that... I'm going to, or probably you're going to be like, oh, unacceptable. So it's like, there's no pressure this week. There's no expectation this week. You want to compete, of course. You'd love to win, of course. But I think everybody, especially Razorback fans, live in a reality of understanding that uh, to win this game would be to overcome extraneous odds somehow. So going in with that mindset, I think everybody, like myself, is on the same page. The other thing, though, that kind of has opened me up to a little bit more discussion, though, is thinking about how can Arkansas actually pull it off? Like, how can Arkansas actually win this game? Well, if you think about it in this perspective, Alabama does not lose more than one regular season game per year. They don't. In fact, if I'm doing my math correctly, since 2009, Alabama's only had one year where they've lost multiple regular season games, and that was in 2010 when they lost three. So you're already, uh, as far as statistics go, behind the eight ball. Since Alabama's already lost one game to A&M this year, the odds of them losing another is extremely rare. But since... It is a game, and since you have to play the game, and since there will be a result at the end of the game, I think you also have to look at it from this perspective. If, and it's a big if, Arkansas is going to win this game, they have to do simply three things, or at least three things have to happen in this game. Number one, Arkansas, on offense, has to play in a way that they have not played this year maybe resembling the Ole Miss performance offensively. Not saying they have to score 52 points, as great as that would be, but have an offense that is being extremely extremely productive, unpredictable, successful, physical, and methodical in how they have drives down the field that take time off the clock and put Alabama's defense 
in a fatigue mode by the time the fourth quarter comes around. That's number one. Easier said than done, but that's number one. Number two, Arkansas has to prevent themselves from shooting themselves in the foot. Now, that is a very cliche thing to say. But what I mean by that is that they can't, for, for one, no turnovers. Zero. Have to have a goose egg in the turnover column. No fumbles, no interceptions, nothing. Zero. Okay? And that's number one. Number two, I, we just have to accept that this is a very undisciplined team with penalties. They're averaging roughly around 10 penalties a game. I kept thinking it was going to get better. kept thinking it was going to get fixed. It has not. I have no reason to believe that it's going to be, especially in the final two games of the season. So we're just going to have to accept. However, if Arkansas could find a way to make this game the exception to the rule and not have a bunch of bad penalties, not have first and 15s, not have touchdowns get erased because of penalties, illegal men downfield and personal fouls and you know just at whatever. If they can make this game the least penalized game they've had so far this year, that's at least going to put themselves in positions to be successful, whether it's offense or defense. You know, you don't want to see a third and seven end up being a third and two because you jumped off sides. Things like that. And number three, and this is the one that is completely and totally out of the control of the Razorbacks. But number three is that Alabama has to beat themselves. Alabama has to play a bad game. They have to throw interceptions, which Bryce Young's only thrown three, so that's going to be asking a lot. They have to fumble the ball. They have to have three and outs. They have to have penalties. They have to play arguably their worst game of the year on top of the first two things that I brought up for Arkansas to win. Now, I think everybody understands that. It's not like I'm going into any in-depth analysis and making everyone think, oh, I've never, never looked at it that way. We all know what it's going to take for Arkansas to win this game. And I think that if I was putting a percentage chance on it, I'd give Arkansas 5% chance, 10% chance of winning this game just because I know history and I know Alabama. But as we know in college football, crazy things can happen. And as we've also known with Arkansas football this year, a lot of streaks have come to an end. The losing streak against AM, the losing streak against Ole Miss, or excuse me, LSU. Can it also be the losing streak against Bama? Feel good about the losing streak against Missouri ending at the end of the year, too. Maybe, just maybe, this is the year of ending losing streaks. Maybe, just maybe, Arkansas can finally pull off the unthinkable and beat Alabama. Again, not going to be an easy task, but it could absolutely happen. This is it, the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running for your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth with visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite, and right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash lockedonncaa. 
Head to netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA for special end of year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. Again, head to netsuite.com slash NCAA. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, I want to talk a little Razorback basketball. Obviously, uh, still in the beginning of the season, Arkansas is 2-0, and they have a game coming up tomorrow night uh, that uh, I'm sure we'll have some discussions and reactions to and, and breaking that all down. But, you know, Arkansas did have a victory over Gardner-Webb on Saturday in very convincing fashion. They look good, you know? I mean, they look like that's what you're – at least that's what you're hoping that they're able to look like uh, uh, at many different times too. So when you have – what Arkansas showed, at least in uh, in that game against Gardner Webb, it's like you can see the elements and strengths. They still have th- things they got to work on, especially the three point defense. They've given up back to back games. The first two games, they've given up twenty six three pointers. Cannot happen. Good grief! Like that's a huge number. So they got to work on that and hopefully get that done. But not only is it what's going on the court, but what's going off the court this year with the Razorback recruiting class of twenty twenty two. Now, we know that early signing period was going on, and we know that uh, just because it's the early signing period does not mean everybody is going to sign on. Like, we understand that. But it, the thing is, is that Arkansas was able to get each and every one of their players signed that they had uh, committed just over the past week. Five people are in this class. 6'5 guard Nick Smith, five-star. 6'7 forward Jordan Walsh, five-star. 6'3 guard Darian Ford, high four-star. 6'6 guard Barry Dunning Jr., high four-star, number one player in Alabama. And 6'6 forward Joseph Pinion, also a four-star, which is ranked number two in the country by ESPN and 247sports.com, just behind Duke, ever heard of them, and number five according to Rivals. Well, you know, who listens to that anyways? But still, that, my friends, is big time. Anytime you get a top class in any sport, it's always great. But when we look at the main sports, football, man, if, I don't know if Arkansas will ever crack the top 10 in recruiting. I hope they do one day. Top 15 would even be great. But that's just next to impossible. Like I just feel like that's, that's just a thing that we're just going to have to live with. But at the same time, in basketball, you've had some good classes here and there, but really none of them ranked that high. In fact looking at the numbers and everything going along with it, it's the highest recruiting class that Arkansas has ever had and at least had the most commitments from top 100 players since ever. Like ever since the the system of top 100 players, whether it's ESPN or 247 Sports, Arkansas has never in their history of their basketball program had five commitments that are all in the top 100. Like that's insane. And... I know that it's just we got this year to go through and we got to see how this season plays out. But this is why I believe that Arkansas is going to be a national championship contending basketball program once again and very quickly. Like, that's not a joke, folks. Like, having the number two high school recruiting class is not a joke. That's not a flash in the pan. That's not just something that you fall backwards into. That's real. That's a real thing. You didn't sign players that nobody wanted. Or you didn't sign these four or five star players that are like, mm, you know, none of the big schools wanted them, so there must be some red flags there. No. 
You signed all the players that everybody wanted, and they're coming to your school, and they're coming next year. Not to mention some of the players that you're going to have from this roster carry over into next year, and maybe some more transfers that you'll add into. But I just look at this, and I just can't help but be beyond ecstatic and have an expectation of saying, hey, not only should it be a great year, but I'm talking, I, I want, I'm talking national championships, final fours. That should be in the mix. And once you establish yourself in that regard, that one year, you're going to just keep building upon it and be like one of those programs that everybody wants to go to and everybody wants to be a part of, especially when you start getting guys into the NBA. That's big time. But it's amazing what Eric Musselman has done just in a few, what, at this point, two, two and a half years into his tenure at Arkansas. He has turned everything upside down and in the best way in a short period like that. He went to the Elite Eight in year two. <laughs> like, Arkansas hasn't been to the Elite Eight since the 90s, since the Clinton administration. And in year two, got him to the Elite Eight where they belong. He's got Bud Walton sold out for the year. Sold out. Are you kidding me? I mean, just the greatness that is going on with Razorback basketball is hard not to be excited about. And here's another thing, too. Just think about if Arkansas really does some great things this year. They're going to be in a tournament, but maybe advance even further. Like, what if they get back to an Elite Eight? What if they went to a Final Four this year? They go to a Final Four this year and then have that class coming in next year? I'm going to crap my pants. I won't know what to think. But I'm just, it's hard not to get too excited about everything going on right now. But Razorback basketball, obviously, putting that class together, putting what all the things that they're doing together right now, it's, it, it's hard not to start believing that this is going, this is not just a fantasy. This is not just a, a, a false hope. It's not something that you're just saying, well, if this goes right or if this happens and this is how it's going to be. No, this is real. Start start getting excited, folks. Eric Musman, the Razorback basketball program, is not going anywhere for a very long time. Back and better than ever, new web interface for the start of basketball season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline.ag may remain your number one spot for the football and basketball action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website, and sign up today and receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, UFC, right down to your Vegas favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, so head over to BetOnline.ag where the game starts. All right, final segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Uh, you know, I kind of like to use this segment sometimes to just kind of BS a little bit to, to end it. But I will say that on uh, Twitter yesterday, I, I was uh, having a good old time making fun of Missouri because uh, their basketball team lost to UMKC <laughs> at home. And, uh, People were really mad, and uh, they lost by fourteen points, and they were never really in the game at all. They were they were getting smoked, and so it's like I see that, and I start laughing. And when I kind of start poking fun, and this is not just for basketball; this is for any sport. Poking fun at Missouri basketball, or poking fun at you know uh, LSU football or A and M football, whatever it is, like just poking fun at other division foes and different sports. Uh, 
I always have, there's always like that one Razorback fan that comes out, just be like, Oh, who are you to make fun of? Just a, just rem- two years ago, you were the laughing stock. You don't you don't want to be that guy who just likes to make fun of everybody and not realizing that you were that team just a few years ago. Yeah, I was. But you know what the key phrase in that is? Years ago. You know what I'm doing now? Enjoying the ride and feeling good and walking tall. That's what I'm doing. Because after that much suffering that the Razorback football, especially the football program, had to go through, I'm not letting anybody get to me. If you are down, I'm going to kick you. I'm going to kick you while you're down. I'm going to make fun of you because the Arkansas Razorback football program, especially under Chad Morris, was getting that on the daily. From local, from national, from fans, from people. like It was an ongoing process. Everyone was making fun of you. They didn't even consider you to be an SEC team. They're just like, what a joke this is. Yada, yada, all of that. And it's just like, you know, I'm going to enjoy being as annoyingly obnoxious as possible while my team is on the up and up. Now, Arkansas is not perfect. They're not a perfect football team. They still have problems. They still have struggles. They're still going to be a team that probably finishes 8-4. and And as good as that is for Razorback fans, it's still not on the national scale a huge deal. But it's just like I'm going to utilize that and enjoy that while I can because I know how terrible it was for that long period of time. And if I see another program, especially a program that Arkansas faces every single year down in the dumps or having some embarrassing things happen – I'm going to go after them. I'm going to make fun of them because they deserve that. With the crap that Arkansas fans had to go through for many years, they are owed that. They should be allowed to do that. So I'm always going to be that guy, and I don't care what anybody says. I'm going to continue to make fun and trash talk. It's what this sport is all about. It's what being in the SEC is all about. It's what being a Razorback fan is really all about, too. Nobody's going to give you any credit. Everyone's going to crap on you every single year because you're poor little Arkansas. So, yeah, go back after them, especially when you're doing good things. Forget what everybody else says. It's about what you do and enjoying what you got right now because, man, it's pretty fun right now to be a Razorback fan. I'm just saying. Appreciate everybody listening in to Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.